In today's episode, we're going to be talking about why feeling in love is not enough to create a lifelong marriage. What? And we'll be talking about different false beliefs on why couples think they don't need to work on their relationship before marriage and what it'll cost them in the long run. So what are we waiting for? Let's dive right in. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolino. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Hey guys, what's up? It is episode four. And we are going to be talking about some past relationships that we've had and why they have failed. And now we're here. Yeah, we're glad to be here. So let's hear one of your stories. Okay. So one of my past relationships did not work out because I was blinded by love Mm. and then I wasn't. So... One of the things I was blinded to was how much time one of my ex-boyfriends was spending on playing video games. And for me, I would just kind of wait around, waiting for him to spend time with me. And I continued on in this relationship because I was in love. It wasn't until one day I realized I don't deserve this. So I'm out. Mm. Dang. So how how much did that cost you in the long run? Cost me three years, maybe. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I had the same the same uh, situation in my relationships, where it was kind of focused on the wrong things, and we just kept going in like these really bad relationship patterns of miscommunicating. And not being able to resolve conflict healthy in a, in a healthy manner. And it was just getting really bad. But we stayed in the relationship because we were in love. We we're feeling in love. Like this infatuation. And it's crazy because it's scary. And it's scary because it really blinded us from the truth. Really the truth and the reality of the health of our relationship. And it and it meant me needing a mentor and a guy to help me see my relationship the way it really was rather than me just kind of idealizing it mm. and being so caught up in my feelings. So I got out of the relationship as well. Hey. And I kind of talked about that in the first episode, kind of my story. And I wanted to do something differently. And instead of me continuing these really bad and unhealthy relationship patterns, I decided that I needed to go ahead and learn from experts in relationships and learn from people who have 
healthy and successful and thriving relationships and see like what type of habits they have like how do they communicate how do they resolve conflict in the relationship how do they keep christ in the center of the relationship and from reading all these books and really studying all these people i started to kind of like redevelop my my outlook on who i'm supposed to be um for the future woman that god might be calling me to me yeah <laughs> and thank goodness i took that time to just like invest in myself and kind of learning everything about relationships and um it allowed me also and it led me to this whole path of pursuing christ hmm. that's something i did as well because after the breakup i found myself spending more time in the chapel mm. um it was on campus in college. They have a chapel in every dorm, which is really cool. And I would spend a lot of time there because I felt myself being drawn to seeking his peace and just finding joy in that. Mm. Yeah, and I guess like from the breakup, there's like a a void. Mm -hmm. And I guess for me, like real, I realizing that that void, I felt like I was trying to find joy and fulfillment in my relationship with that person rather than God alone and notice that like my prioritizing was so off but I ha I learned I learned from these challenges that feeling in love and this infatuation really isn't enough to create a lifelong relationship a healthy relationship so like the strategy behind this is really knowing that if you are in this position right now or anything, it's not your fault. I mean, it wasn't our fault. Like we didn't we were never really taught these things. Nope. Were you? Nope. Not at School all. School didn't teach you these things? Mm-mm. I was just trying you? to pass calculus. <laughs> I failed calculus, man. I, I failed calculus too. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first class I failed in my life. I wasn't mad about it. I was, I was a, perf I'm a perfectionist and yeah, anyways, yeah, um, we were never taught these things. We were kind of just brought up by how we were raised from our parents mm -hmm. and just looking at society, the movies, the shows, and a lot of the culture and like the movies and the shows, that's like unhealthy relationships. Oh yeah. But it's crazy how it kind of influences how we do our relationships and we end up being unfulfilled, unhappy, and it's, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. So. Like, I remember um, when watching a movie, like one of the scenes was slamming the door when they're angry. Ooh. So then when I was upset one day, I like slammed my bedroom door and my mom was like, why'd you do that? And I was kind of like, huh, I don't know. Saw it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Never did that again. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's so important like right now, if you are in the preparing for marriage stage to work on these skills, to really invest in your, your skills before marriage or else you might end up in a, marriage counselor's office while you're in marriage and there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with seeking for help when your relationship is broken in marriage but why wait for that possibility to happen 
if you can start being intentional right now before、mm. the wedding day to start learning these skills and avoid any of that conflict and the problem that might happen in your marriage. And sometimes we might think like, why would I need to do more relationship preparation? Say if like you've already gone to prekena, ooh, and it's because prekena is just laying the foundation down for you. And even like the coordinators, speakers, and course creators, they even say that prekena isn't enough. That's just the start of it. Yeah. That blew that blew my mind when I found that out. Like even those people are like, "Yeah, it's not enough." And Prekena gives you the strategy. The thing that is missing that you have to look for is like the tactics. You got to find out what are people doing, what are the habits that successful relationships are doing when it comes to those different areas, and f- and start applying it, implementing it in your relationship. Because that's something that we then really found it fruitful in、uh, before the wedding day and after the wedding day.、Mm-hmm. And another thing that people think about is like, oh, you know, we'll just figure it out when we're married. Don't do that. Why? That's, that's how people get divorced. Oh, because、dang. you're just going into your marriage and you're just saying, okay, honey, let's just wing it. Yeah. I mean, let's let's put an example like when you like to travel. Yes. Right.、Mm-hmm. So share share with us like traveling. Okay, so I'm very organized. So of course we're gonna have itinerary.、Mm-hmm. And if we if we just bought a plane ticket and then showed up someplace, not knowing what to do, where to eat, where to stay, that's Wasting our time, it's wasting our money, and that would cause me like a lot of anxiety, just not knowing what the plan is or knowing what we'll be doing. We need structure, some yeah, kind of structure. Yeah, some kind of structure, and it's crazy how we allow our relationships to be something that's not like that.、Mm-hmm. Like we see everything else, like our careers. Things that we do recreationally, we always try to prepare for it. But then, when it comes to like marriage, we're not really thinking of it in that way. Like, what's your marriage plan? Yeah, because there's business plan, there's a game plan. Yeah, and I mean, divorce is. No one's is, thinking. Yeah, that they're gonna get divorced while when they get married, but it happens, and it's sad to see that. But if Couples, if you decide to just invest in your relationship right now, and you equip your relationship with the skills that you need to navigate the challenges and the conflict that your future marriage will have, is inevitable. We still encounter that in our marriage to this day, but it was through the intentionality before the wedding day that allows us now to healthily navigate. All of that good stuff,、mm-hmm. the challenging stuff. And then, lastly, you might be thinking, and we talked about this a little bit in the beginning of the podcast, but you might be thinking, love is enough. Love is all we need.、Mm. We're gonna last forever because we're in love. Yeah. That is that is not the case. Yeah, I mean, you heard from our stories. 
you need to learn the skills to help navigate through your relationship so you're not miscommunicating, so you're not yelling at each other. And it's going to help you in the long run. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Like when we're in conflict, when we're having an argument, are we thinking about love no. at that moment? Nope. No. We're thinking that I just want to win. Yeah. My point is right. We just go into like reactive mode. And then that's not love. Yeah, that isn't. It just makes it even worse and more toxic. But then if you are equipped with the right skills, you know, when that opportunity happens, you know how to better handle that as a couple mm -hmm. and come out of that conflict stronger as a couple uh, more than ever before. And yeah, it's it, again, the feeling of love could be a big blinder in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And what you'll need instead are skills, skills to learn how to communicate openly without blaming each other, skills to learn how to de-escalate your conflict fast mm -hmm. so you guys could get together back and more solid as a team, yes. learn how to understand each other. Like these are all skills and frameworks that all of us can learn like literally in a book. And even in just a short amount of time, mm -hmm. like if you read a book and they have like a communication tip, you could implement that immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the couples that we worked with, we just had like maybe a one hour session with them and they're able to transform their communication by just one of the tools we gave them on giving them both an opportunity to share how they feel and how they would see like to see a different outcome. Yeah, so share their backstory. So one of so the girlfriend, she was overcommunicating and the boyfriend, he wasn't really expressing his needs. Um, and then they would come into conflict with one another. And by working with us, we could kind of mediate that situation to where they could calmly think about what they're arguing about and if it's really a big deal. Yeah, and it's just really a, a framework. It's literally like a step-by-step -step framework that you can use and transform your relationship that that simply it's just that people where we're just sometimes not seeking that information but if we really care about marriage and we know that the devil is destroying marriages and families every single day you see you see the statistics you see the broken families why wait until marriage to learn these skills why not now if anything, we should be better equipped with the school, the skills, the the tactics, the spiritual life. Those are your weapons. Yeah, these are your we these are our weapons to to win. Yes, to win, and God is by our side, but we also got to do our own our own journey in developing our relationship mm -hmm. and really investing in ourselves. We have to meet God halfway. Yes. So with that being said, I hope you guys got some value from this. Mm. Understanding that, you know, being in love is not enough. Pre-Cana is not enough. Love 
is not enough. It takes a lot more time, energy, and money in investing into your relationship, just like we do in our careers, preparing for anything in our lives if we really want our marriage to work. And I know we say this a lot, but that's because we're so passionate about it、mm-hmm. because it's so important. Definitely. And I know you who are listening to this right now are intentional about this as well. And you want to be the best partner for your future spouse that God's calling you to marry one day. And good on you. Good on you. Because that has r- literally changed our lives、um, as individuals and as a couple. And we're continuing to invest in our relationship and learn more. And we're so glad to be able to be with you on this journey and helping you with everything that we've learned. So, yeah. With that being said, I hope you guys got some value. We'll be praying for each and every one of you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you haven't already, if you haven't subscribe already, to our we are actually on Instagram. So you can get notifications there of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.comslash resources. To see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until, Until next time, time, future spouses. spouses.